1: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: The Squareball Podcast. Hello there. Welcome to the show. Very special show for you here on the Squareball feed uh, on YouTube and on your podcast app as well. Dan Michael and Moscow
3: reacting to the appointment of Javi Gracia. (gasps) Well, he's, we, know he's, we know he's in the East Stand, but that doesn't mean he's, he's necessarily signed. That's just that's Dan have, James. Yeah, give Dan James the
0: job.
2: Yeah, we are uh, assuming that's going to go through because it's now just after
0: one o'clock on Tuesday. It might have gone through by the time this is out. What are we going to do about the time-space? Continuum. if yeah. we ripped it? I don't know. We'll just fire something into it. it, it
2: Leeds have a new manager, don't they? Yeah. Uh, How do you feel about that then after what's happened? Uh, it's probably like, the last couple of weeks have made it more difficult. Than it perhaps needed to be. Well, what's your
3: reaction to, to the appointment of Gracia? I mean, yesterday when he was first linked, I think I retweeted Romano with it and I said, whatever, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Which is about where I am with it. It's like he said, yeah, he's a manager, Brian. If we're Just have him
0: If we're gonna be taken over by a women's magazine, I'd rather it was Grazia than mm. Cosmo or Company or one of the others. I think it's a it's a good choice. It's a bit more elegant, a bit more stylish as Grazia. He's had a slightly strange
2: career arc as Grazia because if you look at his record at at Watford, he also went on to manage at Valencia. But then he's kind of just—he's been described. I've seen him described as a journeyman um, today. Mm-hmm. You would have thought, given that he did a you know pretty good job in the Premier League with Watford, albeit getting fired by Watford is you know it's not exactly rare, is it? In this in this industry, went off to to Valencia, did some bits there, did well at Malaga. That he's kind of never really cemented himself in prominent positions. You just wonder why that's not been the case because he seems
3: to have a some reasonable chops about him. I mean, the, the Watford thing, when I was listening to some Watford fans talk about him, he was he was well-liked there and was the first, I think he was the first manager under the Potsos to actually get a new contract. Yes. Obviously, it didn't last long because they, they did sack him not long after giving him that contract, but they, they did see fit to give him a new a contract, which they don't normally do. They just, I mean, it seems to have gone off the rails a bit for Watford now, cause, but for ages they just seem to constantly change managers and it, it somehow sort of worked. For well,
0: That's it one... Watford Source has described him as uh, the best manager that they've had since Graham Taylor. Mm. And not only is that high praise because Graham Taylor at Watford was a legend, but also they've had hundreds of managers <laughs> since Graham Taylor. So for anybody to have actually stuck out in the madness that has been Watford under the Pozzo ownership um, and to stick it to get a new contract, um, it's got to have something about them. And he'll say he's nice, like a nice man. They love him, they, they didn't want him sacked when he was sacked. Felt that he should have been given more time, and they. uh, So, if we want to be the new Watford Hornets, are pretty frightening animals. We all know this.
1: Mm.
3: I mean, his spell at Valencia as well. I suppose you can reflect on that and say they are quite a shambles. Like he he left there in 2021, they've had two permanent managers, two caretaker managers since he left them in 14th. They're now in the relegation zone. Like it's not a, it wasn't a good place to be. I know people will see here Valencia, and if you've not paid any attention, which truthfully. I hadn't until we got this guy. But then I was like, oh God, they're really in shit, aren't they? Like they're, they're, They seem to be very badly run all of a sudden. yeah, I think they're still in the <laughs> Champions League semi-final. Well, we have had
0: some. I <laughs> we remember we bought Rodrigo from them because mm. um, they needed money out of that. And we got... Uh, Helder Costa went to them, didn't he? Yes, for a loan. Yeah, so there's been some... And you can sort of see there's a... I mean, I don't want to be mean to Helder Costa. He's always seemed like a very lovely fellow. But if you're going from the Champions League semi-final in 2001 which is obviously where we all how we all remember Valencia from and Pablo Hernandez then Rodrigo and then Helder Costa it's kind of like um, it doesn't speak to a club progressing
2: is their stadium their new stadium still mothballed have they actually moved to it now because I remember seeing it was kind of under construction like it was an Arsenal style bowl wasn't it and it's I don't know if it's just still sat there in in Valencia we'll ask Javier when he's in the job hmm but yeah, it is it's an interesting it is an interesting career arc because in Spain he had a good reputation which landed him at Watford. And when you look at his Watford record, it's not bad as it to get mid-table in the Premier League given all the things we know about
3: how awful the Premier League is as a place. And we've been talking up our cup run this year. And what did he do? Got them to an FA Cup final. Mm. I mean, he didn't think of brilliantly. You see, I look at this. Do they you... lost 6-0. But <laughs> well, apart well, from well, that,
0: the first thing he did in the Premier League was keep them up. Yeah, Yeah. So that's his first job was to keep them up and he did that. And um, I think we're because it hasn't been formally announced yet, we don't know what his length of contract's going to be, what the terms are, but certainly all we really need him to do is keep us up. Whether he then stays beyond that um, and becomes the next uh, Rage Carter, then it's... um, (laughs) The
2: Spanish Rage Carter, as everyone's calling him.
0: um, Then that we're honestly seeing, uh, but job one.
2: Was it Malaga where he went in and they were bottom of the table and he had them comfortably staying up with not that many games left in the season. And they were they were in a financially bad spot as well at the time. Yeah. So, he's, so I, He goes around. He loves a troubled club. Because I've tried to keep an open mind about this because I know there was a lot of bad blood around what happened with Schroeder and I think maybe the, the reaction to Schroeder was, was as much a, a verdict on, on Victor Orta as it was Schroeder himself but he didn't come with a great reputation, did he? You could argue that because Gracia has seen the, the Premier League he comes with a slightly better reputation you know that he knows what this country's
0: about. Well there's a completely different tone to it because we've got Watford fans saying he's a lovely fella and we never wanted him to go. Whereas with Shredder, we had Shredder. IX fans from two months ago wanting to decapitate all the, all, all, all him and, Ninja and throw him in the river. So there, was, there these are two coaches who are coming with very different deliveries of of what they've recently done and reports from elsewhere. And, you, you know, fans listen to fans, don't they? And the IX fans seem pretty certain that Schroeder was just no good whatsoever. Whereas I've not really heard anybody say anything bad about Garcia. So Garcia, I've done it, haven't I? Yes! <laughs> Gra- yes. First one to go. Uh, Grazia. So it's, um uh, apart from that his name is difficult to get right. <laughs> I think
3: that the thing is that the, well, with Schroeder, it was that a lot of his record was as an assistant at places. And I, I know he's moved around a lot as Garcia. But he has been the manager at lots mm. in for for all of that time. He's not been like dipping in and out of like. Well, he he goes back to be an assistant. Then he's a manager for a bit. Doesn't work. Then he goes back to being an assistant. He he is the main man.
0: Schroeder was really easy to read as well because the manager before him was doing very well, and then he was terrible, and then the manager after him is doing really well. So it was like this big thing of like the most recent thing. The Jesse is Marsh awful. sandwich, and then with uh, <laughs> and then you looked at the rest of his record. Don't say but, that about him. And you couldn't find in the rest of his record a thing that would make the recent occurrences okay. So there was nothing Mm. to counteract it. Whereas we don't have to do any of that with uh, uh, Grazia because everybody seems to think he was good and mid-table finishes in the Premier League as he was saying not to be sniffed at. And neither is a cup final.
2: And what I was going to say before was um, I've tried to keep an open mind about this rather than just be angry at the whole behind-the-scenes scenario. So I thought, what I'm going to do, and get this, I don't know if you'll... uh, ever want to give this a go for this podcast. I tried to do some research. Mm. Yeah. Watched the there's a good Tifo video laying out what his tactics were at Watford. I watched the very same video. What did you make of it? Uh, it's it's sort of a it's a 4-4-2 um which can turn into a 4-2-2-2. Um you got wide men that can tuck inside and act sort of as number 10s which might suit someone like little Brendan for example um in that sort of role. It feels to me like it's a it's so sensible. I kind of look at it and think surely there's something wrong here it's actually, it's sensible to the point of being unexciting, but maybe that's just what we need. Just somebody to organise this lot. Um, And and tactics that, what I was just going to say as a final thought, Moscow, is that they're not completely alien to what the players have been doing anyway under Marsh. It's slightly, it's a less aggressive press, I think, than perhaps Marsh was encouraging them to do. But then again, you know, everybody's press is probably less aggressive than Marsh was encouraging them to do. Different ways to unlock defences he seems to have. And, um, uh, and the narrowness and the the compactness and the the 442 thing seems to be uh seems to be harder to break down anyway than perhaps we've seen with leads over the course of the season. So I looked at it and I thought, Do you know what? This makes sense to me if you're gonna divorce it from the table.
0: And his personality seems from the reports that he's quite understated, that he's not a publicity hungry person, that he'll uh, go about his business in a quiet way. So it's almost like a bit of um a Scubala plus Situation where it's somebody who's not going to be—I mean, who I've never seen a press conference with the fella in my entire life that I can recall, um, or an interview with him. I must have done when he was on Match of the Day, I suppose. If we were in the Championship at the time, maybe. You I was don't take much account of thing. what for
3: managers, though, do you? Because you're you like, you like just well, assume that somebody. I'm different not going to get attached to the, the guy.
0: But if he continues what we've kind of had with Scudera, of just come in, sitting down, here's the injury news. Are you happy with the last game? No. Are we going to win the next game? Hope so. All that just kind of keep it ticking over, but bring whatever it was that Skubala didn't have for um, the last few games into, I would assume that there's, well, I hope he gets the help he needs because it's all part of the conversation of who is in there. Is it just a guy on his own and bringing in Grazia changes everything or who is his staff? How much help does he get? What coaches are going to be installed around him? to help him do what he needs to do for the rest of the season. And if he has, because that's part of the Deitch benefit at Everton, is that he has Stone and wound well next to him and they've done it hundreds of times together. So it's just automatic and that happens. Whereas Skibala, Armas and it's... Uh, who's the Gallardo. Gallardo from, uh Galado. Galado from... A
3: real odd trio though, aren't they? They're completely pulled from different different parts, yeah. aren't they? None of them were appointed... At all. Well, Armas obviously very clearly appointed... For Marsh, and then he's like, oh, you're now kind of assistant to this guy who was yeah. not ever meant to be manager. Who you've never met. <gasps> yeah, you've You've probably never had any chance to sit down and discuss the way you think football should be played. So yeah. you probably may have completely different ideas, but just do what he tells you.
0: So bringing that in, and again, the tactics sound like they are not a million miles away from what we're doing, but also it's how far he goes in whichever direction, whether he can make the players adapt to what he wants to do whether we can adapt what he wants to do to the players it sounds within a reasonable distance and then just win some bloody matches And mm. all of this like it's really difficult previewing somebody who you'd not really thought about before um, he appeared in a betting yesterday and then the reports that he's going to Welland Road this morning and then it's like alright now I've got to think about this guy what I really want to think about is kind of look back on him taking us to the Champions League final with fondness mm.
2: Do you remember when I um, spoke to Angus Kinnear? I can't remember if you were on holiday at this point and whether it was the summer just gone or the one before that when I asked if uh, maybe you think that the club had been reactive. And he said, no, 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 we're proactive. This this um, new manager hunt feels like it's kind of dispelled that as an idea.
3: It's gone very badly, hasn't it? Let's face it. From the whole thing of a point in Marsh to hanging on to him for too long to getting rid of him without a replacement lined up. It's been a terrible, terrible look. And as has has the the thing is, if we'd have said at the start of it, we're getting rid of Marsh, it might take us a while to get in who we want. And then we got in who we wanted. You can almost accept that time. But the fact is that middle bit of time has been punctuated by tweets from the owner, very public and unsuccessful attempts to get managers we actually want. Uh, An attempt to appoint a manager, it seemed, who they could get, who then the fans didn't want. And there was enough of a storm around that that he, he wasn't appointed. Because, I mean, he was at the game and he was there to take the job uh, was, no, was, was Schroeder. One event,
2: one event you have left out as well was the club confirming that all the targets that they were after were in work. So you mm. uh, said this before, you, you set parameters around both timescale and the type of appointment you want to make. You know, And the, the subtext of going after managers who are in work are these are desirable managers because they're in work as opposed to managers who are out of work.
3: Yeah, and so then we get to the, the point weeks down the line... Well, we we're appointing someone. We could have appointed the day we got rid of Marsh, mm. and that's the bad thing about it. If, the, if they had been either, you say it's we're going, we're confident we're going to get the person we want, but it might take a bit of time. You can you'll accept it, or you go. We got rid of him now. There's this guy available. We think he can do a better job. He's coming in straight away, just as they did with Marsh. You know, there was no was there a day or two between Bielsa leaving, and I think yeah, was... and I think that the day or two that was left was more or less out of respect because they didn't yeah. want they didn't want it to be like them passing each other in the corridor
0: well if we remember Marsh was telling them not to sack Bielsa and put him in mm. so it was before Bielsa had been I'm sacked I'm pretty
2: sure Bielsa was fired on the Sunday and Marsh was in on the Monday yeah
0: or at least announced and then his mm. his press conference was very soon after but you touched on the one thing that sums it up there is when they say uh, the manager's going to be in work until they said that I wouldn't have given a damn whether the new manager's in work or out of work or what he'd been doing It was just like okay announce a new manager. So it's something that nobody needed to hear. Um and all it does is create problems for themselves and create expectations that they then struggle to fulfill. I think the reactive, proactive thing is interesting because every club tries to be proactive and it's probably a, a good idea. You should have a plan and there's nothing wrong inherently with deciding to have a project and Build and and work to one idea is what everybody should do. But then, you, if you mess it up, it's a bad thing. So far, under Andrea Radric ownership, the plans have been and the proactive situations haven't worked. So Thomas Christiansen and the strategy that summer didn't work. We were sacking him by February, and Jesse Marsh, the um, who you know, we'd spent eighteen months planning that, and again, we've got rid of him by. February. In between was the summer and the, all the story that they tell us, it came down to uh, Victor Orto having a screaming match with Andrea Rodriguezani in a restaurant that was an F1 driver got frightened by where he basically said, this isn't going to work. What we've been trying to do isn't going to work. We need to change this. Rip it up. We go get Bielsa. We do something else. So that's reacting to the fact that the plan that they'd come in and spent a year trying to work hadn't worked. So they had to react to that and they went and got Bielsa and we had three and a half years of uh, brilliance so the the hope now is that because they have made a mess of being proactive with Marsh they have made a mess of the search for his replacement they've been forced into a situation where they have to react maybe reacting is the best thing that can happen to Leeds United and when they sit down or at least when they, they sort of sit down and kind of go like okay let's really think carefully through what we're going to do it comes out as just absolute nonsense but when they just go like name a manager Uh, uh it's like yes and then suddenly he turns up like some kind of uh, absolute saint because with him being presumably so far down the list he must be this is maybe the best thing we can say in his favour at the moment he must be a really nice guy to go like oh you've spoken to all those and now but you want me sure I don't have a problem with that I like the sound of the job you just uh, lost to Everton an absolute disaster the worst performance of the season Oh yeah I'll sort mm. that out for you. So he must be okay with that and it could and that's immediately a good sign that somebody is coming in whether it's by well it's clearly not by design. This is not when they sacked Marsh, not what they were thought was going to happen. Mm. And yet I'm pretty confident that we can start building the statue now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
3: The thing about being proactive as well, as you were saying, obviously you make, you need to make long-term plans, but the, the old Mike Tyson line about everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. It feels like <laughs> not, the forest defeat, that was one punch in the face. And then, getting turned down by all the managers we actually wanted was a further punch in the face. And then at that point you're like, fuck, well, just yeah. get someone.
0: Well, this is it. You need, you need a plan uh, good enough to avoid getting punched in the face. <laughs> Whereas that's, that's the part that the proactive side of things is never quite... Uh, the plan always just seems to be like, how about we just get punched? <laughs> is that the plan? Okay, let's go because I've been good at that. Oh, but, that um, hurt. Yeah. <laughs> why, why do we keep going back to that plan?
3: The Guardian, by the way, was suggesting. It, uh, I've not. Seen, there's obviously not been any official announcement yet, but The Guardian was suggesting this is a contract until the end of the season.
0: Yeah, I mean that even also makes me think that Grazia is the nicest person in the world. If he's just like willing to just come in and clear up this mess. Or the might have said, um, you know,
3: you can have you can have two million pounds if you keep us up. In which case, you go, ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who no, knows how that's
0: structured. Mm. And yeah. then maybe that's something about him not having a. Um, again, because I don't know a lot about him. Welcome to our informative podcast, everyone. Um, But if he's kind of not had a a longer term job for a while, like not one that you could really sort of put his stamp on, maybe he's happy just doing those jobs, a bit of a journeyman um, who will go and tidy things up for a lot of money. And because there is, who was it I was listening to talking about that? Because there's different kinds of challenges, isn't there? There's the one, the challenge of you build a football club and you try to create a dynasty and the team is in your um in your image and all that kind of stuff, and then there are other coaches who just like the challenge of just like wow that that place seems like there's a lot of trouble there. I'll go and see if I can sort it all out and hopefully we've got somebody who was good at that, and if he's then happy to hand over to one of the people who we actually wanted mm. um and who sounded pretty good then um that would be yeah. It's all going to be fine, isn't it's it?
3: It's not surprising in some ways when you look at his record that he has taken it because he's he's clearly been willing to travel for work, hasn't he? You know, he's been to, to Greece and he was a, in Qatar most recently. He's from Spain, but he's managed several places there. He's been to Russia, been to Watford. could go anywhere. <laughs> and now West Yorkshire.
0: Very exotic, West Yorkshire. It's nicer than Watford. Mm. So he's got that.
3: That was one thing actually when I was watching a video of him with uh, Guillaume Balagay when he was at Watford. Was kind of talking him up, I think. I think not long before he got sacked. To be honest, it was quite. A nice, but it was quite a nice video, and they were asking him what um what he would change about England. And he said he said the weather, and he, he mm. liked. Um, you said he misses the ham in Spain as well. But the mm-hmm. the on the on Yes, that's ham in Spanish, by the way. Joking? No, it Just, to, uh, I
2: just wanted to make sure everybody yeah. understood. I'm sure we can get some nice ham in there. I leads, was going to say, it? I'm sure there'll be... You
3: can, you can get Palmer Hall, no, ham in well, there. Uh,
2: there's friends of ham down by the station, which I'm sure do a like good Serrano. Lanes, They're yeah.
0: not friends of ham either. It's full of dead pigs. <laughs> <laughs> Quite the, the opposite. F- the friends of ham. It's pigs they can't stand. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, support your local indie businesses, everybody. <laughs> Tickle <me>, <laughs> oh, dear me.
2: So, overall, thoughts on it then? I'm just relieved there is a plan, as you saying, at Moscow, whether they arrived at it by accident or by design, whether it turns out to be the real plan or not, the next 15 games are going to tell us, aren't they?
0: I think we were saying last week that giving Skabala, or at least announcing that Skabala was going to do Everton was a good move because it just meant we knew what was going on. Um, and it took the pressure out of the back end of last week. And then it all goes wrong on Saturday afternoon. And now this seems like the next best thing of how they can try to get out of the the corners that they've backed themselves into is, well, we can't do that again. So let's just have somebody. And I don't know, hopefully we're not here uh, next Tuesday going like, well, how do we get this guy out?
3: (laughs) I I feel like it's been a a very bad period for the board though. They've come out of this looking amateurish.
0: Mm. Mm.
3: Quite spectacularly so.
2: But it's it's not... It's not done yet, is it, this season? There is no, still, there's, there's there's still distance left I mean, to
0: run. It's salvageable. We've also not even appointed this guy yet. He could be yeah. marching out of there soon. So he has <laughs> one meeting with Victor Orta. He's like, sod this. I thought I could help you guys, but <laughs> this is impossible. Fighting fight each other,
2: pulling lumps out of each other's hair. What do you think it'll do to the atmosphere at Ellen Road on Saturday? I think it should improve it substantially. I think it's still not going to be far off turning and I think the board should probably be prepared for that, that if things go badly on Saturday, they're going to be right in the firing line. However. It's just giving it a
3: little bit of a reset, I think. And I think the crowd will start off very, very supportive. Yeah, I think it'll diffuse things for at least 10 minutes, <laughs> depending on how how the game goes. But it means pre-game, there will be support for him, I think. And it's not much as the same as it was with, with Skubala. He's going to get at least a handful of games before anyone begins to criticise him, yeah. because everyone can be like, well, it was shit when you arrived. hmm you've not had any
2: time. It only needs to be moderately better. That's the thing. If you can just turn some I mean, of these draws how, and defeats into
3: points, more points, then it'll be okay. Look how bad Everton were. Yeah. And they, they managed to beat us by just being a bit better than us who were abysmal. If you can if you can just be quite, if we can just be, be quite bad for the rest of the season, that's what I'm hoping for. That's yeah. my high hope. We,
2: we only need to be the fourth
3: worst team now and it's sad that it's come down to this, but here we are. And he might do it. I mean, we can. all we can do is support him, can't we? He's... It's fair to say no one, including his employers, had him had him at the top of their list of people they wanted. And there's, I mean, in in some ways, the fan opinion is is, is less of a difficult thing to deal with than the board opinion because he has to work with those people and they'd be like, "Well, we didn't want you, but Rafa Benitez didn't fancy it. <laughs> he was a bit expensive." Victor, just take that take that list off your desk. Just put it in the bin, quick, shred it. That, I mean, when this the news broke of him yesterday, they said. Romano said there was another name on the shortlist, didn't he? Mm. So whether or not who was top of it at that point, you it's don't bit, know. Yeah, I mean the it Benita was. stuff. I mean, it seemed to, to mainly be Twitter talk, didn't it? I Benitas, mean, to, be, to but,
2: be fair, that could have just been that's if if you know somebody's perhaps passing information to Romano. Can't think who that might be. Mm. Someone who's got the phone in the hand more than they should. Maybe, who knows, Michael? That's one for the listener slash viewer to to decide on their own. But what I would say is. If that's what Romano's been told and that's what he's reporting, then fine. Maybe it's just to add a little bit of mystery to the whole thing. You don't know make make the club look like they've got you know irons in the fire and all that, when really it was going to be Gracia all the time.
3: Mm. You do wonder if, they've, if they saw that, that when it went public with um, with Schroeder, that went badly mm. when he was the only name. So they went went, well, we'll say have a backup. We'll say it's we'll say it's it's Gracia plus another we're considering, and yeah. then they went put the name out. Everyone's like, it seems to be all right. People aren't people aren't furious about it. Yeah. Thank God we don't have to pretend like, there was someone trying,
2: else trying to come
3: for a drink with me. I mean, it's either you or the other girl. But yeah, we've. Um, I suppose it. It probably isn't his dream job either, is it? The thing is, <laughs> the, the truth. Of the it.
0: thing with Grazia, from a fan's point of view, is I think everybody is ready, willing, and hopeful that it goes really well. Mm. And it's same as it was with Skibala and it's very different to how I think people currently feel about the board. Whereas I think there is probably an element of it's difficult to reconcile it, but you almost hope it doesn't go well so that you can scream at them and sort of have the the result that they probably deserve for the last season and the last year should end in, you know, a final... It's a little bit like the thing that everybody is angry about, with, well, one of the many things people are angry about with Victor Audre is when he was on the pitch against Brentford at the end last year pointing at Jesse Marsh, saying, look, he, he kept us up, he kept us up. I don't think that could be repeated if... Keeps us up, and I think that's kind of the thing now. Is no, all, and nor should it be. We're all hoping that it goes really well, and we're all pretty much. Uh, well, I'm not trying to speak for other people, I think a lot of people are pretty decided that if it does go well, even that won't you won't turn around to the board and go, Yeah, great job of 20. I was gonna say, guys.
2: this is the thing with like the, the fingers in the ears and all that kind of stuff. And you saw that video clip of him outside the the stand saying, You know, without me, 16, 17 yeah, years, that's Brentford last so year. Like, Where's where's the humility
0: in yeah, the I mean, situation? I and mean, I, we spoke about the, that one at the time, and I don't mind. Like People were shouting at him outside the Brentford Stadium, and so he was shouting back. And, you know, it's not ideal. Nobody wants that with your director of football, but, it, um, you know, it's two-way just, arguments. Just be better at your job, then. Yeah, that's the solution. But then the thing that's, yeah, so the situation we're in now is that Grazia, basically, if he messes it up, well, if we don't get out of this, it's not going to be his fault unless he sets us up in some like absolutely ridiculous, like if it's Christopher Clarkson playing up front next, with like partnering, Diogo Montiero is our front two. Then we'd probably say this guy uh, has some blame, but it's bigger than him and he's just uh, the guy that we hope sorts it out similar to Skibala. But yes, yeah, so this is a very long way of saying uh, even if this season now ends successful, I don't think anybody is going to be patting Alter and Cole on the back and saying like, "Yeah, yeah, you really handled all this brilliantly. Good job, lads. <laughs> Great think, season." I
3: think you may be underestimating Victor Alter there for his um, his ability to, to make it about uh, himself. To make it about his lack of his occasional lack of self awareness and modesty can has been his undoing at several points. I think. I mean, mm. the, the the clip that gets it's been constantly retweeted in recent weeks of him after the uh, the Bournemouth win, sack the board, doing all that in the West Stand, and um, we're, we're now the only team. Was it
0: the top, Johnny, the, in the top six Johnny tiers? Johnny
3: Cooper stats, so, yeah, the yep. top six tiers to have not won a game since then. So,
0: <laughs> well, you know, that, people, I mean, stupid moments. Maybe he, uh, he looked because he was wandering around it and goodness and he didn't have the, I'm not really into analysing the photo of the finger because he got no idea what was going on in that situation. It's a split second photo, but from seeing him about, he didn't look particularly feisty. Mm-hmm. He looked like somebody who, who quite properly had the weight of the situation upon him, um, which is exactly where it should be. Yep. And uh, and if he just um, sorts it out in that respect so that Grazia is the person who does the job, and then we don't have any kind of celebration of that, mm-hmm. and we just quietly just go about whatever we're going to do next. Get him on the Mogadon until the end of the season. <laughs> yeah, that's it. on. Get Radvidsani off his phone, get Orta to just keep it, calm does, it down. Does Radvidsani
2: even go anymore? I don't know. I haven't seen him for a couple of weeks. Is he? Um, Is, he's all well there. Is he not too busy having fun with his new the Zone? There was some mention that he's on holiday.
0: Oh, okay. Um, but he's, I think he's posting on uh, some of his social media that he might be in Spain. I don't know.
2: Hopefully he's turned off his roaming. And final thought, Javi Grazia doesn't he look like Mike D from the Beastie Boys I mean like terrifyingly so no sleep till beasting and all that yeah I've seen a mock-up of that already yeah well we had one tweeted us, which I've, I've retweeted from the Squareball account so uh, let's see how it all goes shall we but um, all the best to the fella mm.
3: he seems on paper he seems more qualified than both Jesse Marsh and Skubala he's done more stuff in the game hasn't he so best of luck to him
2: and we'll wrap it up there then look out for uh, for more stuff in your feeds on YouTube and your podcast app this week. The weekly
3: show will be discussing how um, it
0: turned out this manager, this deal didn't go through so, <laughs> and, what, and how Scubala is actually the answer. When he headbutted Phil Hay at his opening press conference, <laughs> like how badly that's gone. <laughs> we'll speak to you later on. The Square Ball Podcast. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat.